Hey ladies and gents, welcome to the first ever episode of Highland Park High's first ever conservative talk radio show. Uh, I think we're going to call it Opinionate. Uh, Nate as in Natan, that's my name, I'm Natan, and I'm here with my liberal crew, Mark, Amiri, and Nino, and uh, you know, we got a little bit of intellectual diversity in here, it's going to be interesting. Um, you know, may- maybe I'll have people on for debate sometimes, but for this episode, we're going to, I think, look away from the news cycle momentarily. Uh, there's always something going on in the news, but uh, we're kind of going to look at uh, the dichotomy between conservatism and uh, modern liberalism, which, you know, I like to call statism, the worship of the state, but um, we're going to get into that. Um, so first, I, I think it's a little difficult to define what conservatism is, uh, because contrary to popular belief, it's not really a an ideology. It's it's really a way of life. So, um, you know, I'm going to, I think I'm going to quote uh, one of my favorite talk radio hosts, uh, the legendary uh, constitutional scholar Mark Levin. Um, so I have here his book, Liberty and Tyranny. So in the first chapter, um, he writes about... Uh, the Declaration of Independence and how it represents um, the position of the founders and kind of uh, how, how the founders' beliefs kind of overlap with uh, modern conservative beliefs. So um, he writes, uh, conservatism is a way of understanding life, society, and governance. So the founders were heavily influenced by certain philosophers, among them Adam Smith, uh, Spontaneous Order, Charles Montesquieu, um, the separation of powers, and especially John Locke, um, who stressed uh, the importance of natural rights. So they were also influenced by their faiths, personal experiences, and knowledge of history, uh, including the rise and fall of the Roman Empire. So Edmund Burke, who is both a British statesman and thinker, is often said to be the father of modern conservatism. He was an early defender of the American Revolution and advocate of representative government. He wrote of the interconnection of liberty, free markets, religion, tradition, and authority. The conservative, like the founders, is informed by all these great thinkers and more. The Declaration of Independence represents the most prominent official consensus position of the founders' rationale for declaring independence from England. It states, in part, when in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. Uh, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The founders believed, and the conservative agrees, in the dignity of the individual, that we as human beings have a right to live, live freely, and pursue that which motivates us, not because man or some government says so, but because these are God-given natural rights. Like the founders, the conservative also recognizes in society a harmony of interests, as Adam Smith put it, and rules of cooperation that have developed through generations of human experience and collective reasoning that promote the betterment of the individual and society. This is characterized as ordered liberty, the social contract, or the civil society. So we're going to stop there, but um, this is a very good book. I'm going to highly recommend it. Um, Definitely uh, one of the most important books uh, to read if you want to understand conservatism. Uh, It's called Liberty and Tyranny by Mark R. Levin. Um, It's a conservative manifesto. Um, So anyway, I I brought along some of my own points here. Um, So the question is still, what is conservatism? 
So what, what you first have to understand is, um, like the title of this book, Liberty and Tyranny, American politics is an endless battle between liberty and tyranny. So conservatives believe in liberty, the potential of every individual to do great good and great evil. Um, so, so they don't uh, believe that humans are fundamentally good or fundamentally evil, but that they have the potential to do both. Um, we also believe in the value of individuals rather than groups. You know, uh, we don't classify people into groups like minorities or something like that. We think these are arbitrary, and instead we prefer to recognize people uh, by their individual value, you know, by, by uh, the sum of their actions. Um, we also believe in, you know, the sanctity of life, that, you know, everybody has a right to life, um, and that's why we're pro-life. Uh, and, you know, like I read before, um, we believe rights come from a God, or if you're an atheist, they... They don't come from government. Uh, that, that's basically the idea. Um, we believe in uh, individual justice. You know, um, there's this term thrown around, uh, social justice, uh, which seems to uh, have to do specifically with these groups like uh, minorities or something like that. So we believe, you know, a con the concept of social justice um, is contrary to uh, the idea of individual justice. Since we judge individuals by the sum of their own actions and uh, uh, not by, you know, any arbitrary groups or anything like that, uh, we believe in individual justice. We also believe in the value of uh, self-defense um, since tyranny is always threatening uh, liberty. Um, we believe it's really important uh, for people to, you know, uh, not just be you know, to, to have access to traditional arms, but also to be armed with knowledge. Um, you know, we believe people have a responsibility to stay, you know, to educate themselves, to, um, uh, to, to read up on politics, I guess. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's more than one way to defend yourself, but ultimately we believe in the value of self-defense. Um, so, uh, you know, there's, there's uh, a kind of trope thrown around that, you know, Conservatives are old white guys who don't want change, right? I mean, uh, that's not exactly true. While we do um, believe in uh, traditional institutions, institutions that have been uh, preserved for thousands of years, uh, tried and true, like, for example, uh, traditional marriage, um, things that we believe, you know, are, are very important in, uh, for the preservation of, you know, uh, the civil society, so to speak, um, we do believe in progress, but we believe in what's called prudent change. Um, we don't we don't think any arbitrary changes should be made, um, and we believe every every uh, every action that's made to progress uh, or for for the progression of society needs to have meaning, and um, you need to think it through. Um, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, so, for example, uh, uh, we don't want to reform the economy because um, we believe capitalism has been proven effective over thousands of, well, not thousands of years, but over the last hundred years, society has progressed, um, you know, to, to incredible heights uh, solely because of capitalism, really. So we, we don't believe in socialism or anything like that. Uh, we like the way our economy works. Um, but yeah, again, so we believe um, we believe society should be uh, changed based on human experience, customs, traditions, 
And, you know, uh, we believe paying attention to history is incredibly important. Um, especially because and any, uh, any misstep could really open the pathway to tyranny. Um, you know, you see, like, I'm trying to think of a historical example. I think the French Revolution is a good one. Uh, in the French Revolution, the, uh, you know, the populace was so quick to overthrow the monarchy um, that, you know, they made way for, well, something even worse, really, which is mob rule. Um, and, you know, in, in a modern context, uh, I guess you could use the Arab Spring as an example. You know, countries like uh, uh, Libya, uh, when they overthrew uh, Mubarak, uh, you had the Muslim Brotherhood uh, come in. And, um, yeah, so we, we believe in prudent change. Um, and also, since we believe rights come from God, not government, uh, we believe no human being is uh, is fundamentally better than another human being, uh, that everyone has uh, value, and that ultimately their value is uh, the equivalent of of the sum total of their actions. So if they if they do evil things, then they're evil. And if they do good things, uh, then I guess they're good. But but we pay attention more to their actions than uh yeah, more to the individual actions than uh to their personal value. Um we also believe in actively fighting evil. Since we're in a constant uh battle with uh tyranny, uh we, we kind of take, uh, we naturally take a sort of interventionist uh, foreign policy approach. Um, although, again, we don't believe in, you know, instantaneous uh, change in all cases. We believe in prudent change. So, you know, a lot of conservatives opposed um, overthrowing uh, Mubarak um, because he was a pro-American dictator. A dictator nonetheless, but, um, you know, that's where things get a little more controversial. So, um we also believe that self-motivation is is human nature. We believe in the inevitability of human nature. Um, so, like I said before, humans can, you know, do good things and bad things, and they're not really predisposed to either when they're born. So, um, and, and we do believe humans are self-motivated, but we believe that self-motivation can can be turned into something productive. Like, you know, that that's why we believe in capitalism. That's why we believe in capitalism. Um, we believe that when you have a bunch of people competing to, uh, you know, do different things that will be productive to society, um, well, then society can progress quicker. Um, we also believe, um, we believe in the rule of law, but we don't believe in arbitrary laws. If, if a law is not worth enforcing, um, you know, it, I mean, one could argue that it's not really worth having. Um I guess it. I guess it depends. Um, in in different cases, uh, because you know the law really affects the attitude of the populace. But um, generally, we believe that you know arbitrary laws um, simply put restrictions on the way people live, and we believe people should choose to live the way they want to, so long as it doesn't you know hurt others. Um, and also, we believe in uh, this is very important property. So um, Ed, Edmund Burke's, you know, Edmund Burke said that government should exist to, or no, no, no said that government should basically stay out of uh, three things. Pe- people have a right to life, liberty, and property, and that's kind of where the founders got the idea of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So yeah, we believe that property is endlessly important. That, that's why we, you know, strongly oppose communism. And socialism. We don't believe, you know, people should be forced to share resources or or property. 
um, because property is a sacred symbol of one's success. Um, so it's off limits to society and government. It, it's, you know, property is yours and yours alone. So, um, yeah, and, and, you know, that said, we think people can make as much money as they want without others telling them, you know, how, how much they can make and uh, what they need to do with it. Um, and, you know, finally, we strongly believe in free markets. Um, I kind of, yeah, I'm sorry if this is a bit disorganized. I, I've mentioned free markets a couple times uh, throughout this list. But um, I guess fundamentally we believe free markets cause societies to rapidly evolve. Uh, they encourage innovation. And um, ultimately they allow society to prosper at an unprecedented rate. Like over, that, over the last hundred years, uh, American society has endured, you know, so much change, um, a lot of it for the better um, because of capitalism. Um, you know, all these technological advances are a result of capitalism, of people competing to create new products, to innovate. Um, so, yeah, I think that that about sums it up. Um, I think the next episode, uh, maybe we'll go over uh, liberalism, kind of like uh, the other side, or what we think of the other side anyway. Um, so, yeah, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I'll see you next time.